Today, we're going to be diving into what you actually don't know. I know it's a little bit different. Let's discuss. Before we get started, I got two gifts down in the description for you. One is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each phase of the hiring process, everything you need to know so that you go in best prepared, plus there's some hidden bonuses in there for you as well. Additionally, if you have something specific to you, to your hiring process, and you want to sit down and discuss, sign up for a free co coaching call. We'd love to sit down, walk you through it, put you on the best path forward to make sure that you get hired by your dream profession as quickly as possible. Now, the next thing I have for you is a, is a bit different, right? Today, I'm telling you what you don't know, right? Usually, I'm giving you some, some tangible advice, and today is tangible advice, but I keep running to, into this all the time with my coaching members, with those free coaching calls I'm giving everybody. Everyone comes in, and they want to tell me this and this, and this makes them a great fit for law enforcement, but they haven't reached out or they haven't done any real research as to as to what their department or what a department's really looking for. So as you go through this, knowing that you, let's talk hurdles here. We'll, we'll talk hurdles. If you go into something and say, I'm asking you about your, you know, your criminal background, or maybe your employment background or your credit background or your substance use background, right? Those are the big four. If I'm asking you about those and you tell me and I ask you, hey, you know, tell me a time you've ever been involved with law enforcement and, you know, where they've ever had to respond to your house or, or anything along those lines. And you sit here and you say, oh, uh, never, never. They've I've never had anything like that. And then we're going on and we're talking about something later on and they say, oh, well, you know, yeah, there was this one time where I did receive a, a ticket for that. And I, and I say, whoa, back up. You just told me there was never a situation where you had contact with law enforcement. Then you tell me there's a situation here. Where, oh, well, I, I didn't think that that counted because it was it was just a ticket. You don't know what's important, which is why when I ask or when I tell you, hey, what is what is in your background? What is what is here? What is in your employment history? Any of this stuff. When I ask you that, it's not that's not the time to try and try and circumvent or to be vague. That's And you shouldn't do that with your background investigator either. You want to be specific, but not elaborate. These hurdles that most people are running into, and I'm hoping that this isn't you either, that most people are running into is the fact that in a, they're being one of two things. In an attempt to be honest, they're being overt and they're, they're saying way too much and they're putting themselves in a predicament that doesn't necessarily apply or it's not factually accurate. It's just their perspective. Or you're you're being vague and, and in an attempt to to not paint yourself in a bad light, you wind up omitting something, which is an immediate disqualifier right then and there on the spot. You have to learn to be specific and not elaborate. If a, if you have a hurdle, let's let's come up with um, let's say you have a substance use, you've used substance, and you say, oh, I'm uh, yeah, I've used marijuana, but I haven't used an illegal substance. What, where are you going? Are you, are you saying because the state you reside in is not illegal? Well, there's a good thing that there's something called the supremacy clause, which means the federal law is the law of the land, right? Which means if it is illegal federally, it's still illegal. It's just there hasn't been a, a issue that's been brought to the federal courts to address that at that at this point. 
But I'll let you in on a little secret. When it comes to marijuana, law enforcement can't use it at all. Can't use it recreationally. Can't use it medically at all. That's every law enforcement officer in the nation, right? Now, states are trying to change that right now. But as of right now, that is the law. No public safety official can consume marijuana while operating as a public safety official. It's You're just not allowed to. So when when you say, oh, well, I, I didn't know that counted. Well, congratulations. You just put, hey, I've never used uh, an illegal substance. And then in the fine print up top, it said, please list any substances to use. Example is, you know, marijuana, cocaine, um, psychedelics, uh, methamphetamines, any any of those illegal substances. And you just say, oh, well, you know, I've tried marijuana, but that doesn't count. So you mark no. You just lied on an official form because you didn't know any better, right? You don't know what you don't know, which is why I run into so many people all the time. That's why I created this for you was so that there was actual tangible information and, and knowledge out there that you can use so that you don't get DQ'd from your dream agency or so that you don't make it all the way to the end process or you're wrapping up your background and all to find out that you know you didn't disclose a an accident where law enforcement officers responded because there may have been an injury on site and you failed to disclose that you had contact with law enforcement officers due to an accident. You're just saying, oh, well, it's just a motor vehicle accident. I didn't know. The question said, list every time when it happened and the reason for contact with any law enforcement at any point in time in your life. And, and you didn't list a motor vehicle accident because one of two reasons, it slipped your mind or two, you didn't think it applied. And that's where you're running into these issues, right? That's where a lot of candidates are running into these issues. They're not trying to lie. It's just, this is a very in-depth process and 50% of candidates aren't even going to make it past the board interview. They're just not. They're not going to make it past the board interview. They're not going to make it even into the background phase. So then if you're one of the lucky ones to make it into the background phase, because you listened and, and you realized, hey, I need to be specific. I need to disclose everything. I need to be honest, but I don't need to be overt and, and tell a perspective. You get to that point only to only get ripped out of the background phase or fail the poly or or the psychologist catches you in something and then you're you're done for. Understand you don't know what you don't know yet, right? That's what research is for, is to learn, right? And and I hope that that's how you found this channel was your, your desire to learn, to improve, and to do as well as you can during your hiring process. So you can start this, this noble profession. And that's my goal is to put good officers out there on the street. But keep in mind, keep in mind, you can make a mistake and that will... Make that department tell you no. And then you have to disclose with the last or with the next department why the last department told you no. And if you fail to disclose, you're going to about the last department that told you no, and they find out about it, and they will find out about it. We always do. You're going to be disqualified from that department. And then you're going to have to tell the next department. And here's what that looks like to us on the other side as your hiring officials or as your background investigators. First department, hey, why were you not selected? Okay, hey, I wasn't selected due to the fact that I forgot about one incident that involved me, um, a car accident involved me running into law enforcement or law enforcement responding. Okay, so failure to disclose. Okay, what happened to the next, the next department? I I forgot to put down the previous department. You forgot to, or you you chose not to because you applied to them within three months of each other, 
and I'm not going to believe that you forgot to put down this department, right? I'm just not going to believe it. So it doesn't matter if it's the truth. I won't believe it. Background investigators won't believe it because too many times all day long, we're a product of our environment. We have individuals trying to be vague, trying to lie, trying to sneak things through so that they can become law enforcement officers. And it's our job to catch them. And unfortunately, that means those that did make a mistake do not get the benefit of the doubt. So you do not get to make a mistake on these things. You have to do it right the first time, or you're going to have to get really good at articulating to explain what the mistake was the first time and how to correct it, right? I see it all the time. You all come to me all the time and you say, hey, yeah, I've been disqualified from two agencies for this and this. I say, okay, well, tell me what you told them. And you say this, X, Y, Z, and I'm telling you to say, well, articulate it this way. Was, is anything inaccurate? And then people say, well, I never considered it that way. Or or maybe I just wanted to make sure I explained every, well, I don't, background investigators don't have time to listen to the whole explanation of your perspective. They just want the facts. I've said this before, the facts might not always be correct, but that's all we have to go off of. Just because a police report says one thing and you say, that's not how it happened. I hear you, but all I can go off of is the facts of that police report. So that's what, so you need to be really clear at articulating if you want to be able to, to combat any mis, misdirected facts or any mistaken facts. And then you go back into this and, but the problem is, is you think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, there's nothing in my background I need to worry about. Okay. What happened during this incident or what happened during that incident? You're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think those were big issues. Oh, Hey, why is your, why is your credit score, you know, below 600? Oh, well, you know, there was a point in time where I had a, a couple medical bills go to go to collections. Like, okay, well, how, how recent was that? Oh, well, I mean, it was it was just last year. Well, why is your credit score still so low? Well, they're still in collections and um and you know, we're trying to figure out how to we're we're talking with the company right now, but they're they're not wanting to budge. Okay, great. You just told me that you're financially irresponsible and you haven't made any attempts to to move forward with this, to, to try to correct this issue. And since your credit score has been impacted, right? I have to give you a public trust security clearance and say, hey, you're financially savvy and you can't be bribed. But you didn't think about it. You, and, and, it and on top of it, you failed to disclose that prior because you said, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't think it mattered. And then there was no direct question asking me if I've... Uh, if I've ever had something sent to collections, or maybe there was, maybe the question was, uh, have you ever had, or do you currently have something in collections? And in your mind, well, no, it's not in collections because I'm not paying it. it. It was, it was a mistake, right? Opposed to just saying, well, there was a mistake. I did pay a bill that that that's got sent into collections. I'm working with the company right now. I have the receipts, but the collection company want want me to pay them, even though I've already paid the the hospital and I have a letter from the hospital. So it's just kind of the collection company, but I have, um, I have attorneys working that or, or I'm in the process of, of getting that, getting that removed. Okay. Hey, that's, that's plausible, right? That's, that's believable. There's something there that says, Hey, I'm working on an effort to change this mistake. Mistakes happen. Great. Opposed to no, we have something in collections and we're just not doing anything with it. Those two different types of articulations aren't going to fly, right? One of them is going to get you disqualified. The other one's going to give you a chance to keep moving forward with your hiring process. 
there's a lot out there that candidates don't know and you and you do a lot of research and I'm I'm here to try to provide you with more information all the time but remember just because you think you understand something doesn't mean that you're always going to understand the nuances every department every background investigator every hiring official is a little different you know some are some are very standard others are trying to mix it up and see if they can reinvent the wheel and find a new you know expedited process that gets great candidates in without without any hurdles. You just don't know where you're going to fall depending on your agency. You can do all the research you can on that agency, but you don't know what individual you're going to get. And that way, if you're not prepared for for the generality of dealing with people and articulating yourself properly, you're going to keep running into these issues where you go into a situation and it says, hey, I'm here, I've disclosed everything, and then I get you sit and I sit you down in a polygraph machine and say, hey, uh, at any point in time, have you ever have you ever lied to uh, to a uh, person in a supervisor position or authority position? And you think to yourself, well, hold on, that wasn't in my PHS. I wasn't prepared to answer this question. I mean, well, of course I've lied, but you know, or maybe you marked a no to that. And then when you're sitting in the chair, you're saying, well, I mean, I did lie to my boss about coming in or being sick so I could stay home one day. Does that count? And you start overthinking yourself. Next thing you know, you pop on the poly because you weren't prepared for it. Keep that in mind. There's a lot here. This is not meant to, to dis discourage you. I just want people to know because I'm running into this issue where I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm talking with all of you. And you're coming to me and say, oh, you know, I'm only worried about these two things, right? And, you know, can you, can you walk me through that? And those two things are minuscule opposed to this other element over here that that you have no idea or no concept about that that might be one of those major four major four areas that we look at in your background so keep that in mind those gifts are in the description one is the getting started workshop it's going to help you know some more about what you actually need to articulate it's going to walk you through each phase additionally there's some hidden bonuses in there as well as if you need to know what we were talking about today or if you have questions about what was pertinent to you or what you may think you need to know and you're unsure of what's what's really pertinent and what's not in your hiring process reach out for a free coaching call we'd love to sit down with you walk you through everything and then put you on the right path so that you can get hired with your dream agency stay safe and we'll see you next time